Hey everybody, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this episode of the Nerdcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Nerdcast, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Nerdcast One. If you'd like to inquire about influencing or joining the discussion, you can send us a message on any of our social media or an email at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Let's get into it. Boys, howdy. We're back with another episode of the Nerdcast. Uh, it's Josh here in the studio today, and I've got with me my lovely wife. Uh, I had to say lovely because she's mad at me this weekend. Uh, but um, we're going to be talking about some Star Wars stuff uh, because Star Wars Celebration is coming up. To um, go ahead and just clear the air, no, we are not going to Celebration. Uh, we are not talking about Celebration. We're just talking about Star Wars because Celebration is right around the corner. Um, if you want to hear about Celebration, there are hundreds of other channels you can go and listen to about Celebration, uh, but today we're going to be talking about ranking Star Wars, because this is something that we haven't done on this podcast uh, with anybody, and so I thought, you know, why the heck not? It's uh, almost Celebration. Let's go ahead and let's rank our Star Wars 1 through 10, uh, all 10 movies, all, all the episodic films, and uh, Rogue One and Solo. And let's see what our ranking looks like. And then uh, when we get to see episode 9 this December, we can add it to the list and we'll have 1 through 11. So uh, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight. But before we get to that, we have decided at the Nerdcast, the, um, the Motley crew that we have, <coughs> excuse me, the, uh, the Motley crew that we have here has decided to put together a book club. Um, where we will be reading a book together, you know, like book clubs do. And then every third podcast will be about about five chapters of the book that we're reading. Um, the reason for that is because we want you guys to be able to read along with us and join in the discussion, and maybe eventually we can do uh, like a really cool Discord chat or a massive Skype call and have some of you guys on and uh, just to hang out and talk about uh, whatever book we're reading. Uh, the first book that we're reading in the book club is called The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Um, the Name of the Wind is the first in a series of two books. So uh, if you buy Name of the Wind, you might also want to buy A Wise Man's Fear because that will be the next book that we read because it is the second in the um series that Patrick Rothfuss wrote. Uh, if you're wondering what it's about, if you don't already know, it is um, a high fantasy novel, kind of like like a D&D novel or something like that. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, this copy that I have here is the hard copy with the paper cover, uh, and it says $28 US, but uh, I think you can get it on Amazon for like 10 bucks. So um so yeah uh that's uh that's our book club starting out probably in about three weeks we'll have our first episode of the book club 
uh, discussion. Brittany, are you going to read with us? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I have the audiobook on Audible, so... Maybe. You could just sign into my Audible account and, you know, listen to it and take the cheaters route like I'm going to do. Yeah, because, you know, I have so much extra time to read. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but no, I think it's going to be something that's going to be pretty cool uh, and potentially pretty fun for us to interact with you guys uh, in more of, um, you know, creating relationships rather than just you guys asking us questions. So, um, I think that's really the only, only thing, um, for tonight. So let's go ahead and start ranking Star Wars. Obviously we're going to do one through 10. Um, we're going to start at 10 and work our way backwards to our number ones. <coughs> And, um, unlike most of our ranking episodes, this one will not have honorable mentions because, well, let's be real, um, there are no honorable mentions. I mean, I guess you could say the Clone Wars animated, um, short movie, but nobody really likes that and I don't think it's considered canon anymore, so that doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, so in light of Celebration coming up soon, let's rank Star Wars. Uh, now, obviously... This is a um, an opinionated rank. This is Brittany's um, ranking, and then my ranking. This is not like like if you think that one movie should be higher. Okay, great. Like, let us know in the comments. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but this is um, our favorite Star Wars movies, and a little bit of why they're placed where they are. So, you want to start with your number ten, Brett? Sure. After I finish yawning. Um, two. Hands down. Episode two. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, my my number ten is Attack of the Clones as well. Um, not because of the story. The story, I think, is pretty good. Uh, it's kind of slow. It takes a while to get into it. The chase scene at the beginning. I just don't think the acting is as good in episode two. Well, it's not. And I think part of that is... I think... I think all of the actors did exactly what they were told to do. Well, yeah. Because, like, when you see Hayden Christensen in other things, that's the big thing is people are like, well, Hayden Christensen wasn't good in episode two. Like, you know, he did what he was told. You know, he's good in literally everything else that he does. And that's the one film that people are like, well, that's not very good. It's like, he was just acting the way he was told. Um, But that movie, for me, I have a lot of nostalgia in that movie because that's the first one that I, like, actually got to see. Um, because, you know, born in 96, I was three years old when Phantom Menace came out, so I didn't go see that one. Um, so that was the first one that I actually got to see. And then I remember, I distinctly remember when I like fell in love with Star Wars was, um, at uh, my uncle Jared's house. He had this like massive projector that like came down out of the ceiling on his wall in his living room as their like family TV. And we watched episode two uh, with my cousins. And I still remember to this day acting out in their backyard the arena battle. So I have a lot of nostalgia for episode two. So, I mean, I don't hate that movie. It's just my least favorite Star Wars film. I don't hate it either, but if I'm going to pick a Star Wars movie to watch, it's not going to be that one. Amen. It's not going to be that one. Um, 
we'll get to later on which one it would be if we were to pick a Star Wars movie to watch. Man, I got a really scratchy throat tonight. Uh, so both of our number 10s were Attack of the Clones. Now, I will go with my number 9 since you started with your number 10. Uh, and this is going to surprise you that it's this low on the list. Um, but after going back and rewatching and reanalyzing everything, this one falls to number nine for me, and it is Return of the Jedi. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's probably your number one, isn't it? No. Really? That's surprising. That's new. It's actually. Yeah, no. Not even my top three. Well, that's really surprising. That's that's news to me. So, um, not and again, I love Return of the Jedi. I think it's um, it's an incredible movie. <clears throat> Everything in it still holds up to me, uh, even from you know the '80s when they made it. Um, all the special effects still hold up. Everything's good. The story's good. The the duel at the end is probably one of my favorite duels in all of Star Wars. But uh, yeah, it just the more Star Wars movies that they make and the more that I watch them, the more, and this is going to sound sacrilegious, but the more the original trilogy kind of falls off for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds crazy, but uh, that's just how I feel, you know? So, so what's your number nine? Uh, episode one. Episode one. Okay. Why is it so low on your list? Because I like the other ones better. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a bad movie and I don't dislike it. It's just, I like the other ones better. Episode one gets a lot of hate. Um, and I think it's fair. Because, again... Actually, I may even like episode one more than three. I do. But, I don't know. I do like episode one more than episode three. Um... I love episode one in episode one is in my opinion, the best prequel. Um, mostly because of Qui-Gon Jinn and Liam Neeson, but, uh, and I hate, and Darth Maul, obviously like Darth Maul is the coolest villain ever. And seeing him come back in, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Amazing. Um, I can't believe you had episode one as number nine. It's crazy. What's your number eight? Episode three. (laughs) <laughs> my eight is episode three as well uh in that's weird because like episode three is so good yeah and it's like so special to me because me and matt and nick used to like act out the uh the battle the anakin versus obi-wan in the backyard with those plastic lightsabers and so revenge of the sith is like it's one of those for me that, like, it's another one that's really nostalgic. But if I'm going to sit down and watch a Star Wars movie, it's probably not going to be Revenge of the Sith. Uh, great movie, though. Absolutely great movie. We are burning through these. My episode seven, or my episode seven, my number seven is episode eight, The Last Jedi. Um, hmm. I love it. I think it's a great movie. And, and again, this list is totally relative just to Star Wars. I'm not saying any of these movies are bad. Um, 
I would still choose one of these movies over like 90% of other movies, unless we're talking like the Rocky movies or um, Mission Impossible, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, But to me, The Last Jedi probably is going to come in seventh because I just, it's a good movie. I, I agree with all the choices that Ryan Johnson made. I just don't really don't really like that movie that much. I like other ones better. So um and that's not to say that that movie was bad cuz I thought it was really good. Uh I mean after 3 viewings I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> My first two viewings I was still like, yeah, I don't like this movie. Uh, but then after the third viewing I was like, okay, this movie's pretty good. Uh so what's your number 7? Episode 7. Really? That's pretty low. Yeah, but... Again, it's not that it was a bad movie. It just wasn't my favorite. That's fair. So, um, once we get into the top five, I want you to tell me one of your favorite moments from each movie in your top five. And if you can't think of one, uh, well, then too bad. Think of one anyway. But... We're not to the top five yet. We're at number six. So what's your number six? You're going to hate me for this one. Is it Empire? No. Is it Solo? No. It's Rogue One, isn't it? A New Hope. Oh, A New Hope. It's not not crazy. I don't hate you for that. I would have hated you for one of the other three. But not for that one. Um... It is pretty low. Well, actually, it's not even really that low because I have it at number five. But uh, my number six is Phantom. Mm. Uh, because, you know, like I already said, Darth Maul, Liam Neeson. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Pod Race. It's it's the best prequel, hands down. Easily the best prequel. I mean, oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, not even close. It's my favorite prequel. Um and Jar Jar Binks doesn't get near enough love. I love Jar Jar. He's Jar- probably Jar- my favorite person in that entire movie. Jar Jar is so good. I love Jar Jar so much. And uh, I hate all of the negative feedback to Jar Jar. I think it's stupid because I think I think Jar Jar is a, a good mirror of Yoda. Where like help comes in unexpected places from the person who looks like an idiot. And acts like an idiot. Because, like, remember, when you met, when you meet Yoda in episode 5, he's in an unexpected place, and he looks and acts like an idiot. It's perfect Jar Jar. Uh, but, anyway, that's my number 6. So, number 5, 5 and up, uh, we'll tell you the title, uh, which film it is, and then we'll also tell you um, one of our favorite moments from that film. Uh, because we're already halfway through the list, and it's only been 15 minutes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is really late, and me and Brittany just, um, uh, we celebrated our son's one-year birthday yesterday, and our house is full of toys, uh, and so we're trying to get this in really quick so that we can uh, get it recorded for this week, and uh, and then go put up a bunch of toys while our son's asleep so that we can actually get some work done. Uh, so, so that's why this episode is going to be pretty quick, but... Um, but uh, on to top five. So you ready for top five? 
Sure. I'll let you go first, though. Of course, you would uh, let me go first as soon as I take a drink of coffee. My number five, I already said it. <clears throat> my number five is A New Hope. Um, and my favorite moment in A New Hope is probably when Han shoots Greedo or the trench run. Um, trench run is just so iconic and the Han shooting Greedo is the spark of so much controversy. I just, I love it. Um, so that's my number five. And also I think from 77, those special effects hold up like George Lucas knew what he was doing. Those movies amazing. So what's your number five? My number five is episode eight. Really? Yes. That's uh, that's higher than I had it. Yeah. What's uh, what's one of your favorite moments in that movie? Um, I would say the moment when Kylo realizes that Luke is not actually on crate. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Priceless. It's <laughs> a good one. Um, I'll be honest with you. The first time we watched it, I didn't even notice that his hair was different. His outfit was different. The salt doesn't move under his feet. And he was using the blue lightsaber. Like well, it, see, it didn't even register for me. I thought that it was actually him. But I I noticed all those things. And I thought, well, maybe. <coughs> um, I thought that maybe, oh, the island has some kind of aging effect. And then, like, once he leaves, he returns back to his. You know, I don't know what I thought. It was stupid, but. I was just like, I feel like so that's shocked. that's totally feasible, uh, but I feel like that's more like high fantasy magic than well, it would yeah. be Star Wars magic. But 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 it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, and technically, I mean, Star Wars can do anything because it's it's Star Wars. Uh, and I mean, Ryan Johnson proved that Star Wars can do anything by making Luke project himself across the galaxy. So <laughs> so there's that too. Uh, but yeah, it didn't even register for me when we watched it the first time. That it that he wasn't actually there. Yeah. And then when it cuts back to him on Octo and he's like floating and meditating, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so what's your number four? My number four is episode six. Episode six. Okay. Much higher than I had it. Because I had it at nine. But... Not as high as you expected. No, no, not as high as I expected because I expected it to be your number one because we've had this discussion amongst ourselves before and you've told me that uh, episode six is your favorite. Yep. So I'm surprised that it comes in at number four. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's probably my favorite, well... Five and six are like tied for me. Yeah, but they're both great. For some reason, I've always enjoyed watching six more. Just I don't know. I think just because of the end and Han and Leia. I think my favorite moment is at the end when Han still assumes that Luke is, or that Leia is into Luke, and she's like, "No, he's my brother." Yeah, yeah, that's a good moment. I like that um, moment. I I like my favorite part of Return. Well, I say favorite. It's not really my favorite part, but it's it's up there. 
uh, is just the Ewoks. Yeah. I just love the Ewoks. I love Ewoks. They're so freaking cute. Like, I mean, they could eat your head, <laughs> but uh, but they look like you want to just snuggle up with them in bed at night. They're so cute. Um, so your number four drops down three places from the last time that me and you had this discussion, so... I'm anxious to see what's on the top of your list. I mean, I could probably go by process of elimination at this point, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to guess. It's probably the same as yours. Probably. I don't know if in the same order though. Hmm. Um, my number four is Rogue One. Nope. Yeah, they're not the same. My number four is Rogue One, um, and the Rogue One only comes in at number four. Because, um, well, for one, the nostalgia factor of The Force Awakens beats it out for me. So I put it below Force Awakens. But um, Rogue One is, in my opinion, the best made Star Wars film. It is the best story in Star Wars, if you yeah, ask me. probably. Um, I would agree. Doesn't mean it's my favorite, but I think it's the best story in Star Wars. Now, again... If I'm going to sit down and watch a Star Wars movie, it's probably going to be Rogue One. (laughs) I mean, I'm just being honest. Uh, And so the fact that it's number four for me, it's kind of weird. But I just, I love that movie so much. It is so good. Jyn Erso is such a good character. Cassian Andor is a great character. And I'm so excited for the Cassian Andor TV show that they're going to do. Which actually, we don't, we don't know that it's going to be a Cassian Andor TV show. All we know is that it's a TV show and Cassian Andor will be in it. Like, that's all we know. So we don't know. People are all like, well, he might be in the Cassian show. And it's like, we don't even know if that show's about Cassian. We know he's in it. It may be about like a whole nother group of rebels and Cassian makes a cameo, you know? Um, but I'm excited for that just to see more about Cassian and, and everything that uh, that he had to go through in the rebellion and you know, he's been in that fight since he was six years old. So, uh, my favorite moment in that film, it's tough because like the biggest part of me wants to say Vader in the hallway. Cause like, yeah. let's be real. That is one of the coolest moments in star Wars hands yeah. down. Um, so if we're talking about like pure epic moment, Vader in the hallway, easy. Um, but if we're talking like moments that kind of like spoke to me or moments that were emotional, um, Jin and Jin and Cassian on the beach as the planet's blown up, uh, or Jin with her dad on the landing pad. So good. Felicity Jones is such a great actress. Um, but again, it's hard to beat Vader. Any, any scene with Vader. I mean, come on. Yeah. So that's my number four. It drops down a few from the last time we talked about it. Uh, what's your number three? Rogue One. Yep, there it is. Uh, my favorite moment <clears throat> is definitely Vader in the hallway, just because I love Vader. <laughs> it's so good. Like, so good. I can't not rank that one number one The as far as the scene that I like the most. Um, the only other scene that... I might like as well is just whenever Sharut is like going crazy on these stormtroopers, like take them all out. Oh, the 
the scene where he's like first introduced well not first introduced but when he like saves cassian and Jin. yeah that's a good one i like um uh i like when he does his little force walk to the master switch i like that too yeah. um i love the relationship between Baze and chariot too it's yeah. so good like the force protected me. No, I protected you. <laughs> so good. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. As Sherrod Mway is one of the best characters in that movie. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, and I saw a thing the other day on Instagram that uh, said that Sherrod Mway was originally supposed to be a Jedi that survived the, uh, the Order wow. 66. <coughs> uh, but... Uh, they thought that um, putting a Jedi in that movie would take away from the other characters and the plot of that movie. Yeah. And so they just made him a guardian of the wills. And I was like, eh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm good with Vader being the only lightsaber we see in that film. Yeah. You know, like, that just made it that much more powerful. Yeah. So good. So, uh, my number three, my number three is the force awakens. And I know that people are going to be like, well, The Force Awakens is just the same movie as A New Hope, just with new characters and a bigger Death Star. So, yeah, that's true. All that, you know, I'm not not going to discount that. That's true. Um, but the new characters are amazing. Poe Dameron, best character in Star Wars. Hands down, my favorite character in Star Wars. Like... Not even Han Solo? No, I like Poe more than Han. My. And that's that's saying something, because Han's my boy. That's just wrong. I know. I know. My favorite moment in one of the films is when Han shoots somebody. Like, Han's my dude. Uh, and I think I like Poe more than I like Han. Um, Which is going to make my number two sound really weird, but, but I, I think I like Poe more than Han. And my favorite moment in... Um, in the force awakens is is either the moment when ray walks up the steps and sees luke and like extends her arm to give him the lightsaber uh that was i loved that uh or when ray and finn are flying the falcon for the first time together on jakku just because uh hearing her call it junk like <laughs> luke did or call it garbage like luke did and then get in it and fly it and be able to fly it. And seeing the Falcon back in action was like, oh, yes, this is the movie I've been waiting for. Like this, this is going to make everything all worth it. <laughs> uh, and so I would say probably that moment when the Falcon first takes off and Ray is piloting it for the first time. It's probably my favorite moment of that movie. So uh, you've already done your number three, right? Yeah. All right. So on to my number two. Uh, my number two is solo and i suspect it's probably your number one because we've watched it a million times on netflix <laughs> <laughs> um and that's another thing that uh, that i want to bring up i feel like the star wars movies having a favorite star wars movie is totally relative because we all get caught up in like the um like the shiny effect if you can call it that, like, um, 
like when you leave the theater you're like oh that's the best movie ever like in 99 people left phantom menace and they were like this is the best star wars movie ever <laughs> and then like two weeks later they were like this movie sucks <laughs> and then the same thing happened with episode two they were like this is the best star wars ever and then a year later they were like yeah this movie's awful this is the worst movie ever made <laughs> and so i feel like people leaving the last jedi were like this is so great and then two weeks later they were like wait ryan johnson ruined my childhood <laughs> You know, and then people are doing the same thing with Solo, but uh, the problem with Solo was that it was flip flopped instead of instead of like, this is so good. And the two weeks later, this is terrible. Nobody went to see it in theaters. And so they were like, this movie is going to be awful because all of the controversy and then The Last Jedi wasn't very good. So we just won't go see Solo. And nobody went to see it in theaters. And then when it came out on Netflix, the numbers have been outrageous. And the feedback has been nothing but good. Everybody's like, this movie's so good. Han Solo's great. Alden Ehrenreich does a really good job. And I'm like, yeah, I've been saying that since day one. Like, this is my... Probably, if Empire didn't exist, this is my favorite Star Wars movie. Like, easily. And now that it's on Netflix accessibility is no not a problem i don't even have to get off of the i don't even have to get out of my recliner to turn on solo like the rest of the movies i gotta put a dvd in this movie i can just click my dish button over to netflix turn on solo i love it all that being said my favorite moment in solo you're probably gonna steal mine i don't know um I have two. I have two that are tied. I mean, I feel like I want to just say my favorite moment in Solo is just Solo. Like, just the movie. Because every moment of that movie is incredible. I love at the end when they go back and play Sabacc with Lando. And he steals the card out of his little cheating mechanism. Um, I love the Calrissian Chronicles moment when Lando's in the Falcon. I love L3 screaming, I've started a rebellion. Um, the the fight at the end with Dryden and um, Kira and Han, that's great. Uh, the train scene, amazing. Like, I, I honestly don't know. Oh, you haven't even said either of my two. My, every time I watch it, the moment in that movie that makes me laugh, like literally laugh out loud is when Han and Chewie are in the shower together. And Han's like, really? You don't think we could have done this like maybe one at a time? I love that. It makes me laugh out loud every time. And then there are two moments that I think Alden Ehrenreich did an incredible job. And one of them, well, the whole movie, I think he did an incredible job. Two moments in particular. One of them is when they're sitting at the fire and uh, Beckett, and i can't remember her name but the girl uh i'm gonna hate myself for not remembering her name but beckett and his you know lady they have that moment where they talk about everybody needs love and then they kiss each other and you see the light reflecting in han's eyes and that like slight smile it's like oh alden you nailed it that's such a good cinematic shot and then the scene where the falcon jumps into hyperspace for the first like han sees the falcon go into hyperspace for the first time and he just gets that massive grin on his face it's like and then 
I mean, I could keep going. This is, this is the whole movie. Literally the whole movie is my favorite. Um, but when he says 190 years old, you look great. <laughs> so good. Uh, I think for me though, leaving that movie, the most nostalgic moment for me, like the moment that really tugged at my heart, that whole movie was, uh, uh, seeing Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo get into the cockpit of the Falcon, like into the driver's seat and flipping all of the switches and doing all of that before he makes the Kessel run, quote unquote. Right. It was so good because it was like, man, that's Harrison Ford. Like that is Han Solo. Right. So good. Love it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, to sum it up, Solo is the best movie ever made. And... Um, you guys should go watch it because my favorite moment is literally the whole film. So, what's your number two, Britt? Episode five. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Just because you don't agree doesn't make me wrong. <clears throat> so, why is it your favorite? Why is it not? Or why is it your second favorite? Sorry. Say it's not my favorite. Sorry. You're why wrong. is it your second favorite? Jeez. Because Han Solo is better. <laughs> <clears throat> that's fair that's fair um, so. no I, I really like episode 5 um, of the originals it's probably tied with episode 6 but I do I don't know I think I do enjoy episode 5 better minus the Ewoks but that might put episode 6 up above it I'm really surprised that you put uh, 5 above 6 because like, as long as I've known you, it's always been episode six. Yeah. I know. I surprise myself sometimes. So what's your favorite moment in five? Um, the super cheesy Luke moment. The I am your father moment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. I mean, it catches a lot of flack, but... It's I, so good. I just... No matter how cheesy it is, it's still an awesome moment. Because oh, yeah. even though... You know, we're not old enough to remember when it first came out. This is the biggest or, twist in cinematic history. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I wish that I could have been there and watched that movie uh, when it came out in, in uh, 1980. I think that would have been amazing. Uh, but I feel like most of the reaction to it in 1980 was the same as we've had with The Last Jedi. Where people are like, this movie's so different. I don't like it. But then it turns out to be everybody's favorite. So, um, so to wrap up, my number one is Empire. Process of Elimination. You probably already knew that. Uh, or if you've heard me talk about Star Wars at all, you knew that. Episode 5 is my favorite. And it's not because of the cinematic twist of Darth Vader being the dad. Um, it's not about... Han being frozen in carbonite, though that is a great moment. It's not the I love you, I know, but that is great. It's not the sword fight or, or lightsaber duel, I should say. Sorry, I've been playing a lot of D&D, so I'm in like sword mode, not really lightsaber mode. Um, it's not the lightsaber duel at the end. It's the fact that the heroes lose the entire movie. That's what makes it my favorite movie. Uh, and the reason for that is because as a writer, as an author, uh, and just a creative thinker in general, I I like it when the heroes are challenged. 
Uh, and I don't like stories where the heroes win every single time because that's not realistic. Um, when you look throughout the course of history, it's it's not realistic for the heroes to win every single battle. Sure. Uh, and so when people write stories where the heroes win every single battle, it literally irritates me. Like it, it, it pisses me off because like you're writing a story that is not realistic. And like, I understand if you're writing like star Wars is not realistic as yeah. far as one science, uh, nothing about the space travel or anything in star Wars, you know, correlates with modern science. Yeah. Um, and I understand that it's a made up world and a made up universe and same could be said for like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. But I still, I feel like if you're writing a story, even if you're doing it in a made up world with made up characters and everything in it is totally made up, you still need to, you still need to have character development that is realistic. If you're going to have people in your stories then you need to have moments where those people are not winning all the time. Yeah. And George Lucas did it so dang well with Empire Strikes Back because the heroes lose the entire movie. Like, the Falcon doesn't work the whole movie. Uh, they lose Echo Base at the beginning. Um, Luke crash lands his ship on Dagobah. Uh, he fails his training with Yoda, technically. Han gets frozen in Carbonite. Yeah. Luke loses a hand. <laughs> I mean, that whole movie is nothing but failure, and they just happen to survive by the skin of their teeth at the end of it. Like, Luke literally tries to kill himself at the end of that movie, and just by pure happenstance falls down a ventilation shaft and falls into a weather vane. I know that because of the stupid trivia question <laughs> that you asked me. And happens to, like, dangle on a weather vane and make a force connection with his sister. Like, pure happenstance that he even survives that battle. Um... So that's why it's my favorite. I mean, it, it's 100%. It is the most realistic Star Wars movie as far as... I mean, obviously Star Wars isn't realistic, but you know what I mean. Like, it's the most realistic Star Wars movie as far as character development. Yeah. And I love it. Um, all of that to tell you my favorite moment in Episode Five. Uh, it's another one that's... You know, kind of like Solo. I don't know that I really have a quote-unquote favorite moment in that movie. But if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the I Love You, I Know. Because uh, Han is my second favorite character in all of Star Wars. Uh, thanks, J.J. Abrams, for creating Poe Dameron. Um, but the I Love You, I Know is so good. And me and you say that to each other all the time. And sometimes, uh, sometimes when you don't catch it, I'm like, how dare you? How dare you not understand my Star Wars reference? Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see that our pinned tweet is me talking about when Brittany doesn't make a or doesn't make the connection when I'm making a Star Wars quote. It's pretty funny. So, um, but it happens more often than not. But that's my favorite, probably my favorite moment in that movie. Um, that is not my favorite moment in all of Star Wars. Because, again, these movies are, it's all a relative list. It's all relative to what, you know, how we feel, uh, how we view the movies and um, the movies that we like. So if your list is different than ours, which I'm sure it probably is, 
go ahead and uh, and comment your list in in the comments or send us an email with your list or uh, if you've got any topics that you want us to talk about go ahead and send us an email or hit us up on any of our social media uh, facebook instagram and twitter at the nerdcast one um you can check out our website as well and while you're online go ahead and type in and you can check out our blog. Uh, I think there's five blog posts up right now. And I'm going to be uploading another one this week written by me. So it's really the first actual blog post that I've written. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, but you can actually send us an email from the website. Uh, and if you like what we're doing, um, you can check out our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one. And there are three tiers uh, that you can select to um, help us to, uh, fund us a little bit and help us improve and, uh, upgrade equipment. We recently had a really, um, a massive equipment upgrade. We bought, um, two new mic stands, two new cables. Uh, we got two new condenser mics. So, uh, so we're moving up in the world. Uh, but if you guys want to keep up with any of that stuff, just again, check us out on any of the social media platforms at the nerdcast one. I think that's all I got because uh, I'm not going to celebration. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Game of Thrones until it comes out so that I can do like Game of Thrones reaction because I don't really want to do speculation because then I just get myself disappointed when I'm wrong. So um, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Anything else that you would add, Brittany? I mean, I didn't really get to talk about my number one. Yeah, you did. You talked about Solo. Okay. Okay, what's your favorite moment from Solo? The rock cookie. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Okay, yeah, you didn't mention that. You did talk about Solo, but you didn't mention that, so I'm sorry. Sorry. It's fine. I got all... forgot about me over here. I didn't forget about you. I asked you before I stopped recording if there was anything else, so I didn't forget about you. Um marriage, folks. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that I forgot to let you tell your first moment. I'm sorry. Do you accept my apology? No. Do you forgive me? <laughs> will Fine. you Will you forgive me, please, Brittany? It's on record. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You heard it here, folks. So if she's mad at me next time, then she's a liar. I love you. Love you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the Nerdcast One. Uh, check out our website, jrbnerdcast.com. Write us a blog if you want to, uh, and then send it to us at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one. There are three tiers, uh, and they are the names have changed on the tiers, Brittany. So um, they're no longer nerdlets, nerdbags, and nerd turds. Let me open up the Patreon app and I'll tell you what you would be. All right. So. The first tier, which is $1 per month, is the first years. So, like, Harry Potter, first years. You know? Like little baby people. The second tier, which is $3 per month, is the Riders of Rohan. So, you get to be really, you know, really the best part of Lord of the Rings, in my opinion. And... For the low price of $5 a month, you can achieve a rank higher than Anakin Skywalker, and you can be a Jedi Master. 
So there you have it, folks. Um, five bucks and you can be a higher ranking Jedi than Anakin Skywalker. The most powerful Jedi ever to live. Don't at me, Luke Skywalker. So that's it. Is that it, Brittany? Yep. All right. Any last words? Nope. There it is. All right. Sign it off for now. Bye.